So, I'm working on getting some things, some spaces here on my home screen, lock screen, to write and kind of see what I want to do so that when the official iOS um, 16 comes out in September, I will have kind of went through a lot of the areas of writing that I could explore. I think I'm going to get back into journaling, planning, visualizing, and a little more into the calendar, a little more into the, uh, if I do checklists with reminders, um, kind of getting into all of that. Um, and so that is going to be really cool. But I've been doing a lot of introspecting without journaling. and. Um, so I'm kind of doing this episode based on some closing introspection, some closing um, thoughts when it comes to emotions and logic and even just kind of getting into emotions and logic. So it's going to be a really interesting look. Uh, let's get into emotions and logic and um, the immersiveness of it all. So in getting into emotion and logic and kind of understanding the, uh, the point of reference, the premise, the the ways in which this can be useful to immerse is we need to question our own reasoning behind all of this. So, in some instances, say if you're in an argument with someone or you have some unspoken tension between people, you could say something like, I'm above my emotions to respond, I'm above my emotions to feed into the argument. I'm above my emotions to even take anything seriously. And even humor can work as a tool to express yourself um, and express your thoughts without being hurtful about it or without overly taking something seriously or without asking for a fight or an argument. Um, and so understanding that is key, but the question, are you above your emotions comes to mind, but really it's, should emotions really be placed below logic? And you're going to come to the answer on your own in this episode. It's not going to be me telling you yes, no, maybe so. Um, I'm not going to try to get you to agree or disagree, or I'm not going to try to win a debate. This is simply an exercise that we can do together and you, we come up with our own conclusion. Is logic above emotions? Should emotions be placed below logic? <clears throat> so, What's, what is different about us and animals? Because we are animals at the end of the day. And we do have to survive and all of that kind of stuff. But what makes us... What differs us from other 
breeds of animal. We're going to get into that as well here. So enjoy the ride. Let's enjoy the exercise. And um, let's get into this. Let's go. So an exercise. Um, well, this is a very relaxing. It's going to start out very relaxing because I want you to feel comfortable in your own state, in your own skin, if you will. Um, and if this answer is the same answer for you that it was at the beginning of this episode, that is perfectly fine. It's just to help you confirm your choice in life and your answer. So, when you get out and you're around people and... You're receiving things from people. They are talking to you. You are choosing what meals you want to eat. You're choosing if you want to drink margaritas or beers. You're choosing if you want to have water or save money and have um, water. Or you're choosing if you want to treat yourself to a sweet tea at the restaurant or a lemonade or one of those really good fruit teas that you might get at the restaurant. And you're choosing all of this based on a little bit of logic, right? You're choosing, you know, how is my body going to feel? What do I have a taste for? Uh, what am I craving? Or, you know, you're at a restaurant to treat yourself. And if you're lucky enough to go to a restaurant once a month or more, then you have a pretty good life. <laughs> you have a pretty easygoing life in that sense. Because you can do that. Now, if you're doing that because you have a very busy life and part of that, um, those restaurant dinners are about meetings in business, or you might experience, um, a lot of business where you don't cook and you're replacing your meals with restaurants, um, because you're out and about anyway, then you may not have such an easy life. But, you know, if you're kind of doing it just for fun on a whim with your family or friends, you have it pretty good and you don't need a lot of emotion anyway. And it's very easy to get into a mindset of 24-7 logic, 24-7. Um, it's even easy to maintain a meditation practice if your life is easy. And that's just a fact. And this is why my husband and I were having a, a very deep conversation this morning about things like CBD Things like medical marijuana uh, for medical use, things like antidepressants and things, uh, external tools that might be used, um, not addicted to or relied upon, but that might need to be used um, depending on your life situation. And so we talked about plants, um, legalization, um, all kinds of stuff. And I will do a conversation with him again, I'm sure, because we enjoy doing these conversations and we do enjoy sharing these. It just happened to be very deep and very, uh, sacred to actually have a private conversation this morning. And, and yesterday, um, I got some feedback from my husband over on Eden's experience podcast. I'm hoping he continues and revamps the podcast, uh, done back in, uh, February, I believe. Getting out of your comfort zone, that was the latest episode, uh, one of the best ones. One of the episodes that set me off into really thinking practically about my relationships, actually. Um, good episode. <laughs> that's, that's one of the reasons. Not fully 
because that episode has not been, you know, his podcast hasn't been around a very long time, but that was a pretty profound episode. So, um, I'm getting deeper into introspection today. Um, so I will definitely do an, uh, an episode just based around his episode. And I might even share some audio into this show here from his episode, um, and leave that properly in the show notes. But this is just, ba- you know, we're definitely going through a mental exercise here, um, on this episode. So this is not about show notes or anything, but I just, because I could mention several things that could take an hour to read in show notes. And so if I'm going to do one on my husband's episode, I want to properly do a response episode, which I love doing podcast, podcast, and that kind of thing. And I've done it with other podcasters and they've been able to message into the show. I've done it, um, where we've live streamed on other platforms and and I put it into the show like wisdom that was fun doing that with Maria and putting that into this podcast was awesome um talking to other people I plan to take some of my messages from um other podcasters and putting them into the show some more so stay tuned for all of that you know but this episode is definitely getting into a deeper look. I think I went a little too far into the announcements after the first example. So let's keep going with this. Bear with me. I appreciate you uh, being here at all. So here we go. The restaurant example. Um, It's kind of hard because when I bring up conversations, I tend to get into the content and the updating. So anyway, the restaurant example, going back to that as a starting point, a very weird starting point for me because I live a very different life than that. And I've started to recognize the practicality of accepting that I live a very different life than that and embracing that I live a very different life than that and that I make very different life choices and that you may make very different life choices that will reflect your decision to place logic above or below emotions. So let's just say for an example, because, you know, this can happen. You get home from your family dinner, right? And one of your family members, say a grandparent or a sister or, you know, one of your beloved family members, okay? You're at home and all of a sudden, like, you're watching TV or, um, you know, you're just kind of chilling out after after your night and one of your family members starts breathing funny or you hear a bang they fall right what is your decision because what if they're the only one there and you have nobody else there helping you and they are the only person there what is your decision going to be are you going to remain in this logical state of i must meditate i don't need anything external outside of my circumstances um the logical thing to do to avoid emotions and not get emotional is to just sit here and just breathe deeper and deeper and get into a deeper state of meditation um, and ignore the funny breathing, ignore the bang on the floor, ignore the other person next to me because I am in such a state of peace. Is that what your response would be if you just, you know, you got back from a lovely dinner and you want to hold on to that peace? Um ask yourself what is what is my response going to be the breathing the funny breathing is not going to stop the bang on the floor happened and you don't know what else is going on you're not paying attention you're in your own state of peace you're in your own world in a very different world 
the logical thing to do for your own well-being and safety is to sit there and not worry and be bothered about emotions. Hours and hours go by. Nothing else has happened. Nothing has changed. You start to, you know, maybe the dinner was not a dinner at all. Maybe the dinner was lunch. You went out for a lunch and you've had enough time to sit. You know, you heard the funny breathing, the bang, the whatever. And you're just meditating. And then all of a sudden you realize you don't have food in your stomach and you're hungry. And you don't know where the other person is. Um, they're out. They're not responding. So you just assume that they've left the room. Your instinct is to continue to meditate. To continue to... Being in a state of logic to continue to um, fast and ignore your hunger. And then uh, you start to feel kind of sick and you're like, you know, where's this, you know, where's the groceries? Where's the food? You look around the kitchen, you notice the person is laying on the floor. And uh, they start to move their arm. And you notice... As they move their arm, they start to talk and they wonder where they're at. And uh, your logical response is maybe to talk to them for a second. Then you get up and you maybe go over to them a little bit. You see them, you kind of realize, hey, something must have happened. Like you try to call, you pick up the phone, you try to call for one of your other family members and nobody's around. Everybody's busy. Everybody's working. Everybody is living their own life, maybe they're in relationships, they're working, they're doing whatever, and nobody else is around but you and this family member. So what do you do in that decision? That is up to you. I'm not telling you what to do. Um, we'll go to another scenario, another example. That is the logical example. That is the example that happens when you logically avoid emotions and you're avoiding emotions with reason and logic. But let's say... Let's get back to you go out to lunch, you come home, the family member is breathing funny. You feel something in your stomach that is giving you an alert, like a butterfly in your stomach or a, you feel a, a jittery sense of fear, a jittery sense of uh, what's happening. Maybe, you know, you feel a little bit like, oh my God, hello, like this is a funny sound. I'm starting to feel a little bit sad. Uh, some tears are running down my face. And so you follow your emotions and you call for 911 or whatever, 999, whatever number is uh, in your country uh, of residence as to getting access to emergency services. Your emotions are running wild. You have butterflies in your stomach. Um... And the ambulance gets there. And you're so emotional at this point that you, uh, they're taking them and you're deciding that you want to be informed of what's going on with them. So you jump in the ambulance with the person in question, with your family member that you love very much. You jump in the ambulance. They're sitting next to you. And uh, they're hooked up to IVs. They're hooked up to all these things. Because now you know that they're hooked up to these things, now you can meditate. Now you can breathe deeply. Now you can uh, 
Now you actually are entitled to some peace because you have to be calm so that by the time you get to the hospital, you're in a meditative state. Why? Because you followed your emotions, your compassion for this family member that you love so much. These scary emotions, the fear, the sadness, the tears, you didn't avoid any of it. You did the right thing this time. You didn't think about yourself in this instance. You had compassion for somebody else in this instance. You got to the hospital. You find out they have uh, dehydration issues and they need to drink more water and that was it. Let's say. And so they're able to, you know, they had their IV and their electrolytes and they're able to come home. And uh, you're able to sit with them in a state of meditation and talk to them. And you're able to do a much better job at taking care of them and uh, informing your other family members who maybe come over, maybe call, whatever. And then you're able to uh, be a lot calmer about this person. Maybe the last couple days your emotions were building up about this person's uh, being okay. But you didn't know why. And you thought maybe it was you over worrying about their emotional state or whatever it is. And so... You know, which decision are you going to make to be, you know, are you going to place logic above emotions or are you going to com to place compassion? Like if you had a list of all this, like a to-do list, I've gotten back into kind of to-do lists and calendaring and notes and everything just to kind of like organize my own mind. And sometimes, you know, thinking of tools... Um, is very scary too, like external tools. But like I said, if you live a very easy life where you're not taking care of anybody and you kind of have everybody like there for you kind of thing, of course it's going to be easy to meditate 24-7. Of course it's going to be easy to not have any external um, needs. And in my case, I've chosen the legal CBD and I've chosen up to delta eight as the option um in order and that's a logical decision actually because i know that the natural uh plants can help me i know that they do help me sleep and they do help with some anxiety in cases where meditation is there but um you can't necessarily, like, especially after an emergency situation, you know that you can meditate. Like, I just did a guided meditation this morning. Um, uh, one of my friends did an excellent job. And I'll do, um, I'll talk more about her. Her name is Maria. She did an excellent job. And I just heard her Strong Body, Strong Soul podcast episode with her guided meditation. And it helped me to come to grips with, okay, today I really... I got a lot of extra sleep and I need to get up and get moving. And it really helped me come to grips with all that. But um, why are these things valuable when it comes to maintaining your community, your family, your relationships? You know, if you choose not to be in relationships and you're choosing not to have friends, you can be as logical of a person as you want to be. And you can be as self-centered of a person as you need to be for your lifestyle choices and yourself. 
but maybe it's not a family member it's a neighbor that you hear you know let's extend our radius a little further out maybe you live completely by yourself and it's a neighbor that you're hearing and they won't stop making the noise and they're kicking on their floor you know is your logic going to kick in to say oh ignore them or screw them you know that kind of thing are you avoiding emotions so much that it's going to fuck up your relationships and you're now making a conscious decision to not have friends at all. You're making a conscious decision not to, because uh, that's okay with me. Like if you have these decisions to make, I'm not making them for you. I'm guiding you through the introspection process in this episode. And so are you the kind of person who says that yourself is above everybody and your logic is above all your emotions. You don't have to care about anybody because that would require emotions. That would require extra energy. And in saving that energy, you can, in fact, choose a lifestyle that is completely suited to making sure that you can take care of yourself in the way that you want to. Have as much discipline for yourself in the way that you want to because you don't have to give a fuck or worry about anybody. And that could definitely be the absolute right decision for you. Being on your own, you might be best at. Um, having some external help kind of take care of you, you might even be best at. Uh, because you've given enough leverage, you've given enough of your resources away that they're essentially being, you know, they can be there for you. And you give them enough emotional support um, in small doses that you're fine with it. Maybe you're in a community where you take care of your own kind, like you get the external. And I love, I love these communities. I absolutely, I've seen podcasts from Australia and podcasts, you know, that's the first example I go to and podcasts. Um, and I'm still, you know, I listen to those. They help a lot. Podcasts from parts of our country and not just podcasts, but like I observe people over FaceTime. I observe people that I'm looking forward to seeing, um, who take care of each other and who are putting out these life skills um, and even resources. Like I can even have the most valuable five minute conversation with somebody who is giving me resources for other members of my family. And I just, I'm starstruck and just cannot believe the value of that conversation. It was maybe a two minute. There is, there was no sense of attachment. It wasn't like, Oh, I have to constantly text because we all have busy lives. And so it's not about attachment. It's like you can wait two, three, four days to talk to somebody, but you can get the most value out of that conversation or that experience. It's not like you're squeezing value out of a person. It's that you're getting the value out of the experience within that conversation. You know, sometimes it takes weeks for us to talk to our friend in person. And then weeks go by. And uh, we're able to help her in some way or she's able to help us in, in some way. Um, and we're refreshed in our conversations and our time together because we spent those few weeks taking care of business. And then we get to see her in weeks later, as an example. And that's actually a true thing in our life. That's what we do. Um, that's what we've been doing in the present as of late. So um, 
that is kind of the stance on all of this kind of a story-based um, thing is you really cannot avoid emotions. So you're always going to be choosing to ignore the emotions. And so that is a decision that you might have to make to structure your life. But remember, your decisions do affect other people's willingness to provide value for you. Remember that. Any kind of value that you think you can get from somebody, you have to start by not sacrificing care for yourself, but by understanding and questioning and even doing the math around how much value can you afford to give somebody if you want value from them, if you want continued value from them. And if not, all that's going to mean is that, that the, these people, this person, this group is going to become more efficient in finding value elsewhere. And it's, it's continuing to happen every day. Your family, your friends, even your pets. Like if you don't take care of your pets after a certain point, they're going to run away and be done and find their own care or learn how to take care of themselves. If your family was too busy, you would have to find a way to take care of yourself, wouldn't you? And would you know what to do? Emotions tell us and communicate to us. They're not sitting there, um, you know, making, you know, mocking you as a person. They're not, these emotions are not toys. You can play and you can be a player in your life and in your relationships, but with your own emotions, you can't really play. You can't afford to. They are your life guides, just like values are your life guides. And it's time we have these conversations around how serious am I going to take my emotions as to what I need in my life? And then how serious am I going to take logic? Logic is great for financial management. Logic is great for uh, even some visualization. Including emotion in that is, is, uh, is wise, but logic is great for visual elements on a spreadsheet or visualization in a journal where you're ordering things. Maybe you have a checklist, like a visual list in your reminders app or Google Keep app or... Um, in a notion page or something and you're ordering things in a logical way that is going to logically construct your vision which is has emotional meat inside it or has emotional home base it's kind of like you can't have a phone without a home screen and have everything to put on top of your home screen i just was setting up my phone today and having fun and realizing that it takes logic to set up the phone the way that you need to on the home screen, but then it also takes space to type and space to add things that matter to you. 
So emotions are going to be based on what matters to you. They're not sitting there like testing you or pushing your buttons. Your emotions are not necessarily your enemies. What you do with those emotions, if you have outbursts. And that's where external, it's not that CBD or weed, you know, medical marijuana or antidepressants or any of these things are here to replace meditation. It's that the logical step is to help you with tools, journaling, um, listening to others' content. All these kinds of things are here to, they're not your enemies. They're here to help you. And you have all kinds of choices, but they're here to help you manage your emotions while you're not in a state of meditation. It's up to you to maybe schedule your meditation or to decide to meditate. But remember, just because you may not be somebody who has outbursts or anger, maybe you've had some major event in your life that maybe only one person was there to help you with, or you've had some major event in your life that woke you up to, I can't afford to have outbursts. You know, I, I almost gave up my life because of a fucking outburst. But at the same time, if that is true, and it's logic you to a way where you're like, I will ignore all emotions now, that's not going to work. It's about managing your emotions. And that's where tools like CBD, medical marijuana, antidepressants, um, sleep aids, all these things are not our enemies. They are here to help us manage. And then you function and you get into states of meditation, spirituality. You know, you, spirituality is always on all the time. Especially when you get into connectivity and connecting with others and things. So that uh, this went a lot different than I thought it might. But I was able to give more concrete examples um, from what I understand based on this. So you decide, you know. Are all, are all emotions and all forms of compassion enemies? And should I just stick to logic? Is that going to be the right response? And you can choose from response to response. You have a choice. That choice might have to be made in under 30 seconds. That choice, you could take a couple hours and ponder. It really depends on the situation and the circumstance. There is no right way. There is no one-size-fits-all to handle these things. And if you're not around people and having experiences with them in person, in the present, you really can't tell people what kind of tools they can use to manage. Like, you can't. You're not going to accurately know if meditation is the always-on answer for every situation. You're not going to accurately know if CBD is the right answer. You're, not gonna, you're never going to know. And then what's even worse is if you don't allow yourself to have your own experiences, where is your value going to come in? How are you going to create value in your content and in your creative work if you don't have enough experience to back your shit up. So, I hope that this has made you find things easier and helped you to decide how to make decisions in your life 
Thank you so much for listening. And um, participating in this introspection. Um, I have a lot of fun with these. Definitely talk to you soon in the next episode. Take care of yourself. Take care of your life. Take care of each other if that's what you decide for those in person around you. And uh, we'll talk again in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Take care.